Good morning, Oregon. It's Wednesday, September 8th. This is Catalina Gaitan with the news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source, for supporting the show. Nearly 80% of deaths caused by coronavirus in Oregon during the first four weeks of August were among unvaccinated or partially vaccinated people, according to new data released by the Oregon Health Authority. The percentage was even higher for COVID-19 infections during that period. The number of so-called breakthrough cases and deaths among fully vaccinated Oregonians remains tiny compared to the nearly 2.5 million Oregonians who were fully vaccinated as of August 28th, demonstrating the effectiveness of vaccines at preventing severe COVID-19. Dr. Junwei Chi, director of the Center for Global Health at Oregon State University, said medical experts are calling the deadly surge of coronavirus in Oregon a pandemic of the unvaccinated. August was one of the state's deadliest months since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. Portland officials are set to pay a woman $50,000 to settle a lawsuit she filed against the city after she was maimed by a flashbang grenade during a protest in 2018. Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler and the city's auditor are set to authorize the payment during a city council meeting today. A Portland woman, Michelle Fawcett, sued the city in 2019 for $250,000 a year after she was struck by a flashbang grenade deployed by Portland police officers and sustained severe impact wounds and chemical burns on her arms and chest. Fawcett was one of at least three people seriously injured that day by Portland police, including one person who sustained a traumatic brain injury after he was hit in the back of the head by a flashbang grenade as he ran away. Fawcett was among a group of people protesting a rally held August 4, 2018 in downtown Portland by Patriot Prayer, a right-wing group whose events often draw white supremacists and white nationalists and others who promote racist or bigoted views. Fawcett's lawsuit is at least the second time this year the city of Portland has reached a $50,000 settlement with a person who was injured by Portland police while at a protest. The offices of Mayor Ted Wheeler and the city attorney declined to comment on the settlement Tuesday. The city of Portland's plan to ban employee travel and boycott buying goods and services from Texas in protest of the state's recent law restricting abortions could cost Texas $7 million a year. Heather Hafer, a spokesperson with the Office of Management and Finance, said the city of Portland has inked nearly $35 million in contracts with Texas-based businesses over the last five years. Portland employees have also made 19 separate trips to Texas on official business since 2019, a number that Hafer says would have been much higher if not for the COVID-19 pandemic. This disclosure comes on the heels of a stream of Twitter posts written by Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, who called Portland a dumpster fire and said, quote, a boycott will hurt them, not us. And, quote, we value babies and police, they don't. Portland City Council is scheduled to vote on the measure today, and the ban would be in effect until Texas either withdraws the legislation or the law gets overturned in court, according to city officials. The Oregon coffee company Dutch Bros is hoping to raise up to $484 million in its initial public offering, according to a new regulatory filing on Tuesday, which would make it the largest IPO in state history and the first to raise more than $100 million in 14 years. The company, which is based in Grants Pass, said on Tuesday that it plans to sell shares between $18 and $20 apiece. That would value the business at up to nearly $3.5 billion, making it Oregon's seventh most valuable public company. Oregon brothers Travis and Dane Borsma started the chain of drive through coffee kiosks in 1992 with a single pushcart. As of June, the business had 471 locations across the West, stretching from Washington State to Texas. 
The company said it has aggressive plans to grow to as many as 4,000 coffee stands. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support. 